Welcome to Bratsland episode 2, the podcast with a passion for brats. My name is Vanessa and I am your host and in today's episode I will be ranking my top 10 favorite Bratz dolls for my personal collection. So before I start ranking my top 10 favorite dolls, I want to talk about some Bratz news because I feel like there's a lot to discuss right now. It is the 20th anniversary of the Bratz brand and there's a lot of rumors and speculations about what's going on. Um, there's a there's a rumor of a 2021 summer release with the core four girls and another collection coming out. And then there is kind of a rumor of a re-release of some older collections. Now, I'm going off of my memory here, but I do remember the Bratz Instagram maybe a month or so ago doing a vote of which line we would like to see come back. And I believe those lines were Summer Party, the 2002-2003 line, Formal Funk, Rock Angels, and Tokyo Go-Go. Now, those are some pretty top-tier Bratz lines, in my opinion. And, I mean, it was a hard vote, definitely. I feel like Rock Angels are probably going to win. I don't even know what they're doing with this information. And my, my question about this is, are they doing a straight-up, re-release of these old dolls or are they doing kind of like a reimagining of these old lines as a 2021 Bratz doll you know what I mean so I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do there's a lot of speculation going around I mean those four lines they're all so good I don't know what I would want and I don't know if I would want just a straight up carbon copy of like the 2002 you know doll released exactly how it was now like that'd be pretty cool and good for collectors and stuff but I don't know I feel like doing a reimagining of them would also be really fun and I'd be really interested to see how that goes um I definitely feel like Rock Angels will win that vote um I mean Rock Angels really changed things for brats in my opinion and there's a lot of nostalgia for that but I don't know and I also really quick want to give some credit and a shout out to the website lookinbrats.com. I think if you're a Bratz fan, you probably already know about the site, but this site is so amazing. They have so much information. They have a huge database of all the Bratz dolls and products that you can look at if you need help IDing a doll or anything like that. I refer to this site a lot and it's such a well, well constructed and made site. Like you guys have to check this out. And they do have kind of a master post of a timeline of all the 20th anniversary news and updates. So I'm sure I'll be referring to them a lot in the upcoming months about all this, but I just wanted to give them a shout out because they were, they're, they're a huge help. So definitely check them out. All right, next up on the Bratz News docket, we have Bratz Beauty and Bratz Beauty has been trademarked. And that's honestly all we got with this little news update. So um, I'm guessing it's a new makeup line coming out soon. 
I don't wear makeup, so, you know, this is cool and I'm interested to see what it is. I know the brats are doing a lot of, like, collaborations with brands with, like, Dolls Kill and Pretty Little Thing and um, Hot Topic and stuff. So it's been a lot of clothing. So, I don't know. The makeup line is, is interesting. It makes sense for the brand. I'm kind of wondering... Does this, I'm kind of, like, are they not doing a collab with an already established makeup brand, you know what I mean? Like, a crossover kind of, like, that way? Is this just going to be straight up just their makeup? I don't know. So, I mean, it's not a lot of information, but it's a trademark, so something's coming. So, I guess we have that to look forward to. Hopefully, good quality. I feel like with makeup, it's very hit or miss. Like, I don't know, but, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, number three, Jasmine Larian does an IG Live AMA. So she did a Instagram Live where she answered some um, fan-submitted questions on the Bratz Instagram. So I kind of have a condensed version of the little tidbits and answers she gave us. So I'm just going to jump right into this. Um, for the, I'm sure you all know, but Jasmine Larian is the daughter of Isaac Larian, who is the CEO of MGA. I'm sure you guys know that, but just thought I'd throw that out there. So... The first doll that was ever made was Yasmin, which makes sense because Yasmin is named after Jasmine herself. Um, as for her favorite character, her favorite character is Jade. It really loves her fashion, sense of style, which I thought was kind of interesting because, I don't know, you have a doll named after you, but your favorite is another doll, which, I mean, you know, fair enough. Jade's super cool, so I get it. Someone had asked what we can expect from the brand, and she said we will get kind of a mix of nostalgia and newness in the coming years so that's cool I think that's kind of what we've been getting I mean nostalgia is very in the y2k aesthetic so it, it makes sense for Bratz um, as for her favorite merch items they were the Bratz TV and the Bratz lip phone and I actually had the lip phone when I was younger and I loved it it was so cool it's so fun I mean it's just so just the look of it is so iconic. I wish I still had it. Um, one of those things, I have no idea what happened to it. You know, RIP, lip phone. And the Bratz TV is actually funny because there's someone on my local Facebook marketplace who actually has a Bratz TV for sale for like $20 and I definitely have it bookmarked. And I'm kind of sitting on it. I'm like, do I, do I not? I think I probably will if it's still available in like the upcoming weeks or whatever but I just thought that was kind of funny and then someone had asked about a line that was never produced for the dolls and it was a line called if I were which would be quote a modern representation of the dolls as fictional and current characters end quote now when she said this I was thinking were they going for like historical figures like is are those fictional and current characters like I was trying to think about what those were and she had said that it wasn't bratty enough and that the girls want to be themselves which makes sense it doesn't really sound like a kind of brats line like I don't know brats in history uh no doesn't doesn't work so so that made sense to me why they wouldn't really do that but I thought that was kind of interesting I would have been it would have been kind of interesting to see how they would have pulled that off. Um, someone had asked if they knew the dolls were going to be a success, and she said she felt no one knew they were going to be a success, but she freaked out at the drawings, and she was kind of kicking her dad under the table. That like, you gotta go for this. So, you know, thank God for that. And then someone wanted to be a little jokester and asked, how was your great-grandmother Barbie? 
Um, so, you know, we're throwing a little shade at good old Barb there. And she said, next question. Um, and then the last question was someone had asked how they come up with all these names for these characters, which I have always wondered. And I've honestly, I think I might do like an episode way in the future about this kind of thing. Um, but she said the characters were mainly named after family and friends. For instance, she had a best friend whose name was Sasha. Megan was a cousin. Dana was a family friend. And Cameron was a younger brother. So I thought that was kind of cool. And it kind of made me wonder, like, are you still best friends with a, with this Sasha? Like, I don't know. Because when, you know, when you're kids, you go through so many friends. I thought, damn, naming a doll after her, like, that's, that's pretty serious. But, I mean, the brat's names, that's a whole other topic on its own. But I thought that was kind of a cool little, little tidbit. All right, segment three, we are jumping into a collection update. So in this segment, I'm going to be updating you guys on new dolls I've added to my collection, brats and non-brats. So let's just jump in. I have three here that I've recently added to my little collection. So number one, we have Formal Funk Eaton. Now this is an eBay purchase. And with this Eaton, I have completed my Formal Funk Boys. So that's pretty exciting. Formal Funk is one of those collections I'm trying to get all the dolls of. So I have all the boys. I have four of the girls because I'm missing two. So I'm almost there. I just need a Dana and a Yasmin. And then I'm done Formal Funk. And Formal Funk, such a cute line. One of their best. I love their face screenings. And Eaton, Eaton is iconic. Um, he has like a leopard suit. I got him for a really good price, I feel. He's out of the box. They are all out of the box. I have certain collections that I have in box. Well, I don't really have collections in box. I mostly have full collections out of box. So I got them out of box. So now I'm done on my Formal Funk Boys. So that was exciting. And the second doll I got was a new in box 2015 Study Abroad Chloe. Now, I already have this doll, new in box, but she was a really good price, really good deal. So I bought her again because I want to open her. So my whole thing is if there is a doll I already have in box and she is selling for a decent price out of box or in box or whatever, if I can do it, I will probably buy doubles because I want to have one in box and I want to have one out of box because I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy these dolls. And the 2015s, I, the only ones I have are all in box and I don't know. I just want to take one out and like change her outfits, hold her, you know, it's a whole thing. And I'm gonna, I haven't opened her yet. I'm gonna, I guess, compare them and see which one I want to keep in box, like which one looks better. But yeah, so I have her. I'll be opening her eventually. And I'm excited. The 2015 dolls, I mean, I'll save most of my thoughts for a future episode, but you know, I wasn't really collecting brats or anything at that time. And I don't know. I, I know they're not like full on brats. Like they're not really fierce or anything, but I don't know. I think they're cute. I think they're a cute little version of brats and it was kind of a moment for them. So I don't know. I want to get some more 2015 dolls because I think they're fun. Okay. And the last doll in my collection update is not a brats doll, but it is an MGA entertainment doll and it is a LOL OMG remix Lone Star. Um, I think these dolls are really cute. I've just recently kind of gotten into them. It started with Rainbow High and then it somehow ventured into LOL OMG. Now their, their aesthetic and their look, I feel like can, can take a while maybe for some people. I was, I was kind of all in. I think they're super cute. I don't know. And this remix line really is one of the, the best I've seen 
yet. And I'm not like a country gal. I don't listen to a lot of country music, but I don't know. I had seen so many unboxings and videos on all the other girls and there wasn't really a lot of Lone Star love and I just thought she was so cute. And so I wanted, I wanted to see her and so I grabbed her and I got her and I unboxed her and it was a whole thing. My sister actually got during Christmas time, I think it was Boxing Day, she got the four LOL OMG remix pack. Like those are so amazing. So, such amazing dolls. But my god, they were a pain to put together. We literally, now listen, I get it, the whole unboxing thing, but like with this four pack, we literally had to like unbox, like take apart every single accessory, every single top, bottom, shoe, earring, so many little packets. Putting these dolls in the outfits was insane. It took us, I swear, it was like an hour and a half. It felt like, it was definitely an hour. And we thought we had lost a piece. It was a whole thing. That was stressful. The end result was worth it. But um, luckily the LOL OMG remix, like single dolls, there's not so much of that. We I didn't have to like completely, I think I had to dress her. I can't remember, but at the end of the day, she's super cute. I definitely want to get some more OMG dolls. I actually have the remix two pack, the um, punk girl and uh, the boy. I can't remember his name right now. I love the boy. The boy's long hair. I think that was kind of like controversial or like some people are into it. Some people weren't, but like I'm into it. I, his hair is silky smooth. Love him. Love him. So, um, yeah, that is the update on my doll collection. So, a formal flank Eaton, a study about Chloe, and an LOL OMG Lone Star. All right, and that finally brings us to the topic of the show, which is my top 10 favorite Bratz dolls for my personal collection. Now, I think I did a count a while ago. I can't remember the exact number of dolls I have, but I think it's around the 70 mark. And some of those, I mean, most of them are out of box. Some of them are in box. And it was funny because when I was actually going through my dolls, kind of picking which were going to be on my list, I completely forgot about my box dolls. And I'm like, well, this changes everything. So then I took a look at the box dolls, added some of those to the list because I kind of have them the way I had them set up. I have like a shelf for my unbox and like a shelf in the corner for all my box dolls. So, you know, I love all my girls equally, of course, but like there are some favorites and standouts in um, this collection of these dolls. So let's just jump right into it. Okay, so coming in at number 10, this is Express It Megan. Now, if you guys listened to episode one, you would know that Express It Megan was my first Bratz doll, so she holds a very special place in my heart, as does the character Megan. And I just love this doll. It is definitely part nostalgia, but the Express It line in general, like, can we talk about that artwork? I mean, that artwork, I've used this word a thousand times this podcast, but iconic. Like, I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and it's just, it's quintessential Bratz. Like, I feel like when you think of Bratz, you th I think of this artwork a lot of the time. Like, this collection is so good. I think because it was the first collection I was ever really introduced to, it just holds a special place in my heart. Like, I love Jade. I love... I had a Yasmin, too, when I was younger, and I just remember her little orange, like, crop top with the mini, mini skirt. Chloe. And I didn't have a Sasha, but, you know, she's my girl. Love Sasha. Jade's iconic. Sorry, I said it again. Her, I gotta find another word. 
I can't keep using iconic, but it's, we'll get there. I'll find, find one soon enough. Her red pants, Jade's artwork, I feel like, is everywhere. But let's focus on our girl Megan. So this doll, it is not the original doll I had when I got her for Christmas in 2002. That doll is probably long gone. Um, but I did rebuy her at a toy fair a couple years ago. Guys, the toy fair that I go to, it's this event that's held where I live, like, twice a year. Bratz can be kind of tricky to come by. They don't have a ton. Basically a place where a bunch of vendors sell vintage and collectible toys. And it's super fun. If you love toys and collecting, like, it's a dream event. And the first time I went, they had her um, in, like, a Ziploc bag, fully clothed, second outfit there. The only thing is she has a little um, mark on her cheek. But I was like, she was like 15 bucks. It was a steal of a deal. And I'm like, I can't not buy this. So I had to buy her. I mean, she was the one that started it all. And I love her outfit, the fuzzy coat, the striped turtleneck, her little beret. I love her color palette of the browns. The dark lips are everything. The, the red hair with the bangs. I, I just love this doll. And so she is coming in at number 10. All right, so number nine, we have Midnight Dance Megan. Now, the Midnight Dance line is super cool, I think, super different for Bratz. It was the kind of darker, gothic line, only three girls. It was Megan, Yasmin, um, and Fiona. And I remember this line, there was a, I don't know if controversy is the right word, but like Yasmin is very pale compared to her other um dolls in this collection which I understand for the aesthetic it makes sense and honestly I don't mind it I think it's kind of cool I think it's kind of different but that's a whole other conversation topic but the doll I have is Megan from this line and this is another doll I got from the toy fair thank god for the toy fair and I never had her when I was younger I bought her as an adult and I didn't have, I think my sister had Fiona when we were kids. Um, and like, this line is just so cool. I love the lines where it's like, I don't know, three girls, nothing big, nothing extravagant. But the the fashions are so cool. And Megan, I love her kind of like dark purpley lips. The, the white, you know, pale skin is really nice contrast to these dark kind of clothes. And I, I really want to get the other two in this line. And yeah, I don't know. I just I just love her look in this line. It's totally different from what Bratz have done. And I just love her. So number nine is my Midnight Dance, Megan. All right. At number eight, it is not a Megan. <laughs> We're done with the Megans, I think. Number eight, we have Funk Out Dana. Now, the Funk Out line. I have all the dolls in this line. I'm very lucky. Very happy about that. And this line... I love and I think is so special in a way because the outfits in this line are what they based the TV series outfits on. Like Chloe's little cropped jeans and her like white tee with the weird bubble heart girl in it. If you know, you know. Um, Sasha's um, army pants, Yasmin's jeans with the like tie belt and then jades i um, i don't really know what they based jades off of and i'm thinking about it but you know what i mean the fungal line a lot of girls there's like freaking what 
six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six characters in this? Six, four, five, six, seven, seven. There's a lot of girls, okay? And, um, I don't know, my favorite, I think, I mean, I love them all, but there's something about Dana in this line. She is just, the red is everything to me. I love her outfits. The red lip, I'm mentioning lips a lot, I don't know, but I just love her brunette hair and the ponytail, the red lip, the red t-shirt with a little cat on it, which now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know, maybe more of a J thing, whatever. But um, I also love her second outfit with the like Union Jack bunny. We're going for an animal thing, I guess, apparently. And I don't know, there's something just so simple and chic about just like, you know, red top, mini skirt, and a red lip. Like, you can't get any better. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just love her. Her condition of the doll. This is another doll I bought as an adult. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of, and I'm looking at my list now. There's only like really a couple that I've had since childhood. A lot of these have been repurchased. I never had the Dana as a kid. I had, I think, Chloe, and I definitely have Fiona because I remember that little brown, not brown, purple lacy tank top a lot. I don't know why. You know how you had those pieces of brass clothes that you just remember like, yep, I know that skirt. Mm-hmm. Those boots. Yep. Know that. Had that one. Yeah. A lot of those. So Fiona's top was that for me. But yeah, I repurchased them slowly over time as an adult. So now I have the whole set, which I'm very excited about. Love the line. It's just super cool, super simple. And simple is not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. I hope. It, it's a great line. And um, I just love Dana. I love her red aesthetic and everything. And yeah, so number eight is Funko Dana. Okay, number seven, we have Sweet Dreams Felicia. Now, I'm sure you guys all know um, Felicia is a pretty sought-after character. I think they only made two dolls of hers. She's, I believe, debuted with Campfire and then was released in the Sweet Dreams collection. And then she had a Bratz Big Babies, and I think that's all, all we ever saw. Now, I believe she's pretty sought-after and rare because she, I think, is... No, she definitely is. She is the Bratz character with the darkest complexion. And Sweet Dreams to Drama Party top tier brats. This is a line that I think everyone loves. It's everyone's favorite. Super fun and colorful. I know the brats have done a lot of like sleepover pajama kind of lines and this is definitely one of their best to me. I love all the colors. I love the like candy aesthetic. It's super cute and super fun and I remember having this doll as a kid and I mean thank god I knew I'm like this one's special. Like, I gotta take care of this. She wasn't really played with. I kept her in great condition, and I'm very, you know, thankful for that. Thank you, younger self. And I just, I love her, like, turquoise colors on her, the way it contrasts with her beautiful skin tone. The gold highlights in the hair. I love her little dress with, like, the pink and blue and orange and yellow little hearts. It's super cute. Everything about this line, I just love it. And she's the only Sweet Dreams doll I have. I would love to have more, but um, they're pricey. They're very pricey. Uh, it's one of those lines that I... She, they're going to be hard. They're going to be hard to get. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I have at least her. If I don't have any, I'm glad I have one. 
and it's it's my girl Felicia. So she is uh, number seven on the list. All right, and at number six we have Tokyo Agogo Sasha, and this is a box doll in my collection. And the Tokyo Agogo line, one of my favorites. I think it's so cool. It's definitely one of the best like destination lines in my opinion. And to have a Tokyo Agogo doll, a Tokyo Agogo Sasha doll. A Tokyo Gogo Sasha doll in box. Like, I I was so happy when I snatched her up. I didn't, I didn't think it was possible. I mean, finding a Sasha alone is difficult enough. Finding a Tokyo Gogo Sasha? Oof. Good luck. Finding one in box? I mean, I really struggled with this. Um, I got her, I think, on Facebook Marketplace with a couple other dolls. And um, I... I was super happy. I mean, like I said in episode one, Sasha is one of my favorite characters. And to have a Tokyo Go-Go doll of her is, I don't know, it makes me happy. And I, I love the Tokyo Go-Go line, um, the, the little anime eyes that they like advertise in the box. I mean, you know, it, it's super cool. The outfits, you know, and I had a Tokyo Go-Go Chloe as a kid. And I believe my sister had Yasmin. Those dolls are long gone. So I'm very happy to have um, a Tokyo Gogo now. And I just I just love the line. Like, I don't know what else I can say. I love their hair. I love their style. I just think the, like, it, it just looks so cool. The little robot pets and everything. And like I said, I just think it's one of their best destination lines. And I just love it. I would love to have more. Um, I'll take whichever. I'd love to have a Chloe again because I had her as a kid and just that little nostalgia factor. I love Fiona. I honestly forget Fiona's in this collection sometimes. I love her little pink micro braids. Um, and yeah, I just, I love this line and I love this doll. So she's coming in at number six. All right, number five, guys. We're halfway there. So at number five, I have Formal Funk Jade. Now, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, I am close to completing my Formal Funk collection. I have all the boys. I have um, four of the girls. I'm only missing Yasmin and Dana, so that means I have Sasha Jade, Chloe. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, I'm missing Yasmin and Dana. So, so I have three out of the five girls, and I just love Jade in this collection. I don't, I don't know. The funny thing is with this doll. I remember when we were kids, my sister and I thought her dress, it reminded us of a chicken for some reason, so I didn't really like her as a kid, but now having her as an adult, I think she is so gorgeous. I love, like, the peach color on the dress. I now love the dress. I don't know what I was thinking as a kid. Um, I mean, the Formal Funk dolls, their face screenings are absolutely beautiful. The little sparkles in their eye. Her second outfit is gorgeous. I mean, if you just look at the quality of these dolls in this collection, like, it's insane. The, the accessories, the outfits, the level of detail. And this doll, the color of her eyes, I just love everything about it. Um, she's just absolutely beautiful. I love a lot of the Formal Funk dolls. There's one... Um, I'm not really a fan of, and I'll, I'll save that for another podcast. 
Not that it's like drama. There's nothing to it. I just, there's one that I don't think is as pretty as the others. And we'll get to that one day. But um, for the ones I have, I absolutely love Formal Funk Jade. And um, she's coming in at number uh, number five. Okay, coming in at number four, we have Girls Night Out Dana. Now this is a box doll. And the Girls Night Outline is, in my opinion, along with Formal Funk, another top tier brats line this is like the height of brats like once again the amount of detail the accessories the outfits they came with three outfits guys and i think these were the first dolls that had the rooted eyelashes like this collection was a moment okay it was a full-on moment and can i just say how surprised i was to find out girls was spelled with an s instead of a z in this line, I thought it was a Z this whole time, but... And Knight is also N-I-T-E. I mean, I wasn't surprised by that, but I think it's a cool little, uh, cool little, cool little switch on it. Um, but yeah, I have Dana in this line. And I mean, this one is another one. It's hard to pick a favorite out of this line. I mean, between all, um, five of these girls. But I absolutely love Dana. Um, her makeup everything her hair i mean the braids the intricacy in this and just her outfits too like the dress is super cute this is just it's an amazing line of dolls love my girl dana she's gorgeous like this line i don't know what else i can say about it like i'm sure you guys all know this like this line is everything i would love to have more girls night out dolls um i actually had chloe as a kid once again long gone um and i actually do have girls night out sasha boxed as well and i want to say it was tough choosing between you know dana and sasha but honestly dana just edges it out a little for me i think it's just the black dress and her once again i don't know her lipstick the lipstick's winning me guys i don't know and her purple eyes, I just, you know, I, I love this doll. And so she's coming in at number four. All right, number three is Flashback Fever Yasmin. And now this is a box doll. And guys, I am sorry, but like, listen, we're in the top five, so you're going to hear this a lot. This is one of the best Bratz lines. Flashback Fever it's so amazing. Like, I cannot get over this line. One of their absolute best. I mean, again, the level of detail. And here's the thing. When you're a kid, like, when this came out and I was, like, I don't know, eight or nine or whatever, I didn't know what the 80s aesthetic was. I didn't get it. I thought they were cool and fun dolls and I loved them all the same. But, like, as an adult now, looking at these dolls and seeing like the the level of detail and just the work that went into this like you can't appreciate those details as a kid like now that i know what like the 80s and 70s and 60s aesthetic was and everything like i just appreciate these dolls so much more and flashback fever yasmin her 80s look is everything i absolutely love her rainbow color palette it's super cute. The roller skates are super fun. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I just love this doll. And this is a doll, once again, I bought as an adult. 
I believe I got her on eBay. She's in box. I just, as much as I want to, I can't take her out of the box. Like, the boxes are so fun and colorful. And, um, I had Chloe as a kid, and I think my sister had Yasmin as a kid, so there is also a little bit of nostalgia for her, just because I remember playing with her a little bit. I loved Chloe, too. I mean, let's be honest, I loved all the Flashback Fever dolls. As of Sweet Dreams, if I could have more Flashback Fever dolls, I mean, I would. And you know what I was, was funny? Isn't it funny how Jade is the only one who does the 60s aesthetic? Like, that's so Jade. Just, like, doing her own thing. No one else. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Yasmin and Chloe did 80s. Fiona and Sasha did 70s. If I could have Sasha flashback fever, you guys. A dream. You know, I love Yasmin. I love her rollerblades. I love her rainbow colors. She's super cute, super fun, and I just love flashback fever. And so that is why she's coming in at number three. All right, at number two, we have flashback fever, Fiona. And this is another one I have in box. And yes, it is another flashback fever doll. Now this doll is, once again, gorgeous. I mean, you know what I love about this doll? I love her piercing blue eyes. They are so pretty. Her hair is everything. Her, like, sleeves on her shirt. The 70s look, it works so well with Fiona. Her hat, her golden brown hair the color palette, everything about this doll is just stunning. And I love her. I mean, guys, I just went on a whole rant about flashback fever. Like, you don't need to hear me say it again. But it, it was a close race with Fiona and Yasmin. I mean, they're both gorgeous, but Fiona enters that a little bit. I think just because of those blue eyes. So pretty. So stunning. I didn't have this one as a kid. I only had Chloe, as I said before. But I got her on Facebook Marketplace for a deal of a deal, if I do say so myself. She's new in box. I can't take her out. Too pretty. And, um, yeah, I just love her. So she comes in at number two. Okay, guys, we made it. Number one. And the top spot is going to none other than Rock Angel's Sasha. Now, this is one I've had since I was a kid, whenever it came out in 2006. And I mean, it's Rock Angels, guys. What else do I have to say? You know? I feel like with Bratz, there was the time before Rock Angels, and there's the time after Rock Angels. Like, Rock Angels was like a cultural reset for Bratz. Like, it changed the game. And Rock Angels is, again, one of those collections I'm trying to complete. I only need one more doll. I need Jade. And then I have the whole band. But Sasha's one I've had since I was a kid. And she is super special to me. I mean, I love her gold blonde hair. Her green eyes are gorgeous. Her Rock Angels outfit, I love. And the weird thing I remember with this doll is I remember I had my friend come over. And we were watching a movie or something. And she was just like brushing my Sasha's hair and I don't know if this is just something I'm like misremembering but I remember she brushed it for like the whole movie like just brushing the hair and this is kind of weird but like the hair on this doll is like none other like it is like silky smooth like I don't know what it is and I'm always like was it because my friend brushed her hair so much I know that's weird, but that's just something I always think about that doll, and maybe that's why I love it, because I, I love her golden blonde hair. And I... Sasha's my favorite character, and Rock Angels is such an amazing line for brats. 
and she's a super special to me and she is my number one favorite doll from my collection okay so let's do a quick little recap of my top 10 favorite dolls from my personal collection so at number 10 it was express it megan number nine midnight dance megan number eight funk out dana number seven sweet dreams pajama party felicia number six tokyo gogo sasha number five formal funk jade Number four, Girls' Night Out Dana. Number three, Flashback Fever Yasmin. Number two, Flashback Fever Fiona. And number one, Rock Angel Sasha. Now, before we close out the episode, I want to introduce a new segment that I wanted to do at the end of these episodes. And this segment is just recommendations. So I could be recommending something Bratz or doll related, something doll or Bratz adjacent, something I've been watching, listening, reading, whatever, whatever. I just want to give shout outs to things I'm enjoying. And in today's episode, I'm going to be recommending the YouTube channel Modern Girls. So that's Modern G-U-R-L-Z. Now this channel is very fashion focused, um, very Y2K aesthetic. They have a lot of really cool videos. Um, they actually just released a video ranking every single Barbie movie from the 2000s, which I have yet to watch. Very excited to. And I'm not really a fashion girl, but I just find it so interesting and cool. They have a lot of, like, analyzing, um, like, the outfits and Mean Girls, like, a lot of style analysis videos. They have a lot of Disney princess videos, which I enjoy, like, ranking um, the Cinderella dresses. But one video I think you guys would enjoy is they did a ranking, ranking the 10 iconic doll lines from the 2000s. So I will leave a link to their channel and um, to that video in the description. Really fun channel. If you're into fashion or the Y2K early 2000s aesthetic, I would definitely check it out. And that brings us to the end of episode two. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. This was a really fun one to do. Um, once again, rate, review, subscribe. Please follow the Instagram at Bratsline Podcast. I'm going to be trying posting a lot on there. We're rocking the two followers right now. So let's try it. Let's, let's get to three. I'm going to do a small goal. Let's get to three followers by the next episode. I would be ecstatic if I could get to three. That would be a good time. But yeah, I hope to uh, have you guys stick around for the next episode. I have a couple ideas of what I'm going to do. Once again, a lot of these early episodes are, I'm still, you know, getting the feel for this. So it's going to be a lot of probably rankings and like best of and all that kind of jazz. So I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a great day and I will talk to you guys later. See ya.